dope. It's a dope move, Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. Set the competition and he play with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Bug. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game James. Yeah. Big Game James. Big Game James. What we call Big Game James. Word. Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and more. So tune in. Tune in. All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Big Game Sports Buzz. I am your guy here hosting, Jay Stocks, the fanatic. This is where fans and athletes can come together to talk about all things sports and everything in between. Of course, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, none other than Big Game James. What up, dude? What's going down? How you feeling? Jay Styles, what it do, man? Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too, man. Hey, make sure if you're out there, you are commenting. We're going to go ahead and comment back and forth. Big game. Man, y'all, what, what what it do, man? What hey, does it do? The sports world was on fire this past weekend. It's a great weekend. Like, we, we we don't even have an, a, enough enough time to do what we love to do, but we're going to make – we're going we're gonna to do our best to 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 get through everything we can but it's almost it. like we, we we need a bonus day this week man it's we crazy. need a bonus day you know like a bonus room in the house we need a bonus day a bonus hour but we want to make sure that you get to that um who's playing tonight i know there's a monday night game it's scheduled Colts and ravens playing tonight <sighs> okay that's cool you know <laughs> It's all good. Make sure you have your phones out, though, that you're commenting. Make sure that you let us know what you're thinking. We want to know because tonight's episode, like Big Game said, is chock full of greatness. Hey, let's go ahead. Let's get into our first segment. Four downs for the first one. Big Game. What's up, man? Russell Wilson goes down, gets injured. They're looking at four to six weeks. Are the Seahawks done? Hey, you know what's crazy about it, Jay? I thought the Seahawks were were done. well. I had them at the teetering on the cliff before the injury, mm-hmm. and then when they got that win the week before, they played the Rams. I was like, uh, I'm gonna give them another week to kind of see what they do. wasn't looking good at all right. against the Rams. They lose. Uh, Russell gets hurt. Yeah, I say you can go ahead and pull that fork out, put it in them. They're done six to eight weeks. And let me let me be the first one to say this before we even get to it in our four downs. I've been a big Geno Smith, uh, what's the word? Criticizer. I've criticized okay. him. Okay. All right. And some of it well deserved, some of it not. But you know, I'm gonna say this for him coming in that game and doing what he did. It wasn't horrible. And to me, the whole thing is the Seahawks needed so much help on the other side of the ball as well to where mm-hmm. 
now Russell going out, you're trying to put it in the hands of a guy that's that you really just want to try to help get you through. He's not gonna make those magnificent plays. Yeah, he he'll survive it, but it's it's over, man. They 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 can't get it done without Russell at the QB position. Look, man. I forgot Gino was even in the league. Let's just call it what it is. I forgot he still played. And then the fact that he's playing for the Seahawks, I, okay, great. I, I mean, I hope and wish for all the best for both Russ and, and, and you know, and Gino and, and all those cats. You know, my wife, she believes that she loves Russell and, and Sierra. She's like, oh, they're such a cute couple. I don't really care about that. You know, that's not what I'm about. Look, he's out. That was the team. Season's over. We can go ahead and call it now. Uh, did you have him second in the league or first? It was I, I can't remember. We'll have to go back and check the tape. Let's see where Seattle was. I think you had him lower anyway. In that, in that I had him place. down there, man. You looked at me like I was crazy when I said it. Well, that was probably me. But you know what? We may have to invent a segment like, well, not so fast. But we'll talk about that later. All right. First down, over. Second down, Kyrie Irving. Man. You know, he stands to lose $17 million this season if he refuses to get the vaccine because in the state of New York, they basically said, look, if you're in a public place in the open like that, you have to be vaccinated. And he's refusing. So he can't even practice. Well, actually, no, they're letting him practice in California, but they may not let him practice in New York, let alone play games. Big game. But they're, try, they're trying to bend the rules for him even there. Did you? The, the latest thing that came out is, well, since it's private property or a private facility, mm. it's up to the owners and the owner's discretion. But isn't that, isn't that giving out another false message and a different narrative to what, what you want to be done for your organization and franchise? Yeah. Like I said, no, no one's mad at him for having his own right and his own opinion. Dude, Bravo, man. There's a lot of people that believe it. This is my whole thing. Don't say I want to do more research on the virus. Yeah, you're just looking at uh, the internet. And you're just looking at YouTube. <laughs> if you're not really in the lab putting in the research, what research are you really doing just by looking at some videos that, you know, people can come up with any narrative. They can arrange a narrative any way they want it to try to make you believe it, right? Yeah. Like, what are you really trying to do to, to get the knowledge you need to see if it's going to be good yeah. or bad yeah. for you? So at the end of the day, man, I know this is kind of your your baby and your damn when it comes down to it because it's, it's almost just like that. It makes you scratch your head to what's going on with Kyrie. And I mean. And other threats. So what do you feel about him saying, hey, I'll just retire before I do anything else? I'll tell you what. If I was a fan of Brooklyn, I'd be upset. But since I'm not, I don't care. And here's the other thing, too. You know, as a fanatic, I will tell you like this. It really pains and hurts me, actually, because I'm sitting here saying, well, wait a minute. You know, we out here struggling to get $17 an hour, but yet you're giving up $17 million. Man, okay, just because you don't want to do your job, because of your beliefs, and I get it, it's your beliefs, but if your job impacts all the people that are involved with that organization, i.e. other players, staff, People that work, I think a lot of people don't realize and understand that the pandy, when it hit the athletes and when it hit sports, it really affected a lot of different people. We talk about right. just the NFL by itself, and 32 teams were not able to open 
There's stadiums to the public. That means the people that worked there had to get furloughed. They had to do something right. else because right. they weren't there to work at the stadium. So the thing is, is that if if you're Kyrie Irving, if you're a fan of Brooklyn, a fan of any team, and you're seeing a, a, an athlete that says, well, I don't want to do it because of my beliefs, okay, cut him. Let him go, whatever. Because as a fan, I'm thinking, well, he'll use any excuse. And this isn't just any excuse. I give it that. But as a fan, that's how I think. Right. I don't, I mean, it's one of those things. I, I really want to say, like, look, as a grown-up, and you know it, you're a working man. I'm a working man. I know what goes into the job when I take it. Yep. So if I choose to do that job, I have to abide by those rules to get paid and to have that job, correct? Right. It's right. kind of the same thing right now. Either you're going to do it because you have to, and if not, get rid of it. It's almost like, okay, bye. Yeah. I, it's like, what else is coming from? It? I, it's like, and I hate it because it's really dead news in a sense to where they keep – Kyrie Irving keeps getting talked about because they're mm-hmm. filling up time and space until the real season kicks off. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and, and look, we talking about it right now. And then put us in again. Uh, another down. Another down wasted on the dummy. A great basketball player, best ball handler in the world, but a dummy. So man, there's so much play. other stuff going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. For facts. There it is. Make sure again that you're commenting. Uh, we'd love to hear your opinion, see what you say. Athlete, fanatic, hey, this is where we this is where we sit on the couch, sit in the chair, and rap about it. Third down. So we're what five weeks in, first quarter of the season down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top pick QBs are starting. What's going on? So let's let's frame it like this. Do you think there are any legit QBs that will stay a starting QB within, or let's give a time frame of two years? So you have this year and then next year. But after next year, do you think there's still some starting QBs, the top QBs that were picked uh, this year, that will still be starting QBs uh, in two years? No. And I hate that. No, real talk, though. <laughs> looking, at, looking at how some of these guys are performing right now, and I'm about to give an answer that I don't really know if it's a fair answer or not, but life isn't fair. So you're not always going to hear what you want to hear. If I had to pick a quarterback that won't be there performing in two years, that won't be starting in two years, mm-hmm. it's Zach Wilson in New York. The way he's playing right now, if it continues to look like that, and if Robert Sala don't get some offense around him to help alleviate it, will they really give him a third year? Or in that city where they want that instant gratification, do they move on from him? I think he's in the worst situation out of all of them because of where he's at. And we talked about that, you know, a little bit beforehand was saying for a quarterback, it really is, I think, in any other sport, the situation in the club you go to, right? In basketball, it's – you as one person can really affect that franchise, right? Uh, you know, in 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 hockey and in, in soccer, you you can be that galvanizing piece mm-hmm. that will rally around this guy. We don't have to be great; we just have to not be bad, and that's fine. But for you know, hey, look at uh, J.R. Smith; he's 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 a multi champion. You know what I'm saying? He's got chips. Because of LeBron. He's not great. Right. Wasn't great. Right. 
He was, you know, but he wasn't bad for the most part. There was moments. But you don't have to be that as a, as a QB, as a quarterback, as a QB one, you have to be in the right situation. You know, Mac Jones, to me, I can see him as that QB that will be there for, you know, that third year um, because of the situation, the improvements that he's making, and because of um, where he is. For Wilson, it's unfortunate, but, yeah, you're in New York, and you play for the Jets. So it was doomed from beginning. You know, it, it was just it was just doomed from beginning. You give the Eli kind of shrug, halfway smile when he got drafted by the Chargers when he really wanted to go to New York. And there you go. I mean, it's just one of those things where you look at it and say, that situation is bad. Trevor Lawrence is trying his best, but the reality is, is that whole organization, again, like the Jets, you know, it's just it's just a bad fit. I won't yeah, say well, bad fit. It's just a bad organization. Right now, JS sucks in Jacksonville just because they have so many other distractions, and we're not going to really get into that because I know you're going to touch <laughs> on it again later. But, um, you know, looking at the list, and you just hit on it, mm-hmm. I think Mac Jones is in an ideal situation. Um, Belichick's not going to let him mess up bad enough, I don't think, to have the year in him after two years. That's why it's, it's going to be some slow, basic play calling yeah. that they add to continuously as they build on him to help him out. Um, I was I, I wanted to see a little bit more out of Trey Lance, and then now you know they're saying that he's hurt, and he's probably not even going to play this weekend coming up. So he's probably going to be out. Yeah, and that's another one that 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 kind of intrigues me. But I think Trevor Lawrence is that guy that they want to make him that new face. They want to make him that Peyton Manning, that Brady, the Andrew Luck kind of guy. So mm-hmm. I don't think he goes anywhere after two years. He's he's going to be there and going to get that opportunity. I just think I think Zach Wilson might get squeezed out in in New York, man. I just that's just that's just my gut feeling and looking at how the how teams do now. I mean, look at a uh, look at Rosen. Oh yeah, being, you know, being a first round quarterback to Arizona now is like he's the who's who of who can I hold a clipboard for? And I think the kid had talent, just bad situation. Yeah. He got X'd out real quick. So we know it can happen in the league. And somebody yeah. else say, big game. That's not the same talent. Someone thought he was talented enough to take him in the first round as a top 10 pick, right? So, hey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, again, it's, it's it's hard to say. I, I, I just look at the situations, and out of all the situations, uh, all the – all the clubs, all the, you know, that, that the QBs went to Trevor will be there because just because, um, there's no one else. Right. They'll probably have another first round pick this year again. So hopefully they add. No, they'll have a first round pick for sure. You mean an early first round pick? Uh, Yeah. Like one, two, three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Number one overall. (laughs) You can book it. Because the Jets won. That should you know, be 16 the Jets right won. Uh, and, I, and I actually look at Donald uh, down in Carolina and saying, well, wait a minute. You know, it, everyone was ready to write him off. He wasn't all that great. There was a few out there that still believe that he was a good quarterback. He goes to Carolina. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, look how mobile he is. And, and look how he's such an athlete. And, and look what he can do. And it's like, it's a different situation. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Where you have a defense that's decent. Um, and actually playing kind of lights out. You got uh, a running back. And 
I hate to call him a running back because he's not really a running back. He's he's an offensive weapon. And McCaffrey, Ooh. when he's healthy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when you have that, it's like, well, okay. You have way more than you did in New, New York. So now you're able to just hit on different cylinders. And you don't have to be the man. Yeah. And I think that's important for him. I think that's yeah. important. All right, big game. I think we've beat that one. Let's go on to fourth down, baby. Fourth down. Over the weekend, the trilogy, right? The the the, the drama that was Tyson Fury, Dante Wilder, the Fury Wilder fight. Look, the question is this. What is Wilder's legacy after this fight? And do you believe he can come back from it? Whatever that legacy is. And it kind of, you know. But what is what is Wilder's legacy? Well, let's start here. Can he come back from this? I, me personally, I say no. Because I, the fights, I don't see fights getting any easier or anything he takes. Well, He's gonna have. He's not gonna get that big payday right now. Not not no time soon. Who's gonna pay to see him? And Fury doesn't have to give him a title shot. The other other uh, belt holders are probably like, mm, "You fall off. Let me go get some more money somewhere else." I, I think it does tarnish and hurt him. And mm. I just I was I was so upset watching this fight because I wanted Wilder to to win so bad, and I wanted him to do good things and. You know, Lennox Lewis touched on some things. I've seen some other people talk about how uh, muscular he is and the, mm -hmm. the way, way low percent of body fat. And I've been try I was trying to get a hold of one of my boys as a nutritionist. I wanted to, ask I really wanted to ask him about it. And I couldn't get a hold of Todd to ask him. But the point being is, everyone's saying like he well, he's too muscular to where his muscles fight themselves doing the match. But Jay, you you saw the fight, dog, right? You you saw oh, yeah. the fight. I watched it. He was, he was over there in the corner laying on his trainer like a little kid does on the daddy in the car when he tired. Like, I don't want to ride no more daddy. <laughs> we pull up. That's what it looked like. In a, you're a professional. And then I had somebody else tell me, like, man, big game. You, he knocked him out. They missed the count. I'm like, man, one, Fury damn near fell on that hit. Wilder shook him up a little bit, but it wasn't enough to put him away. He got up. Don't start with the conspiracy theory and cheating shit. Like, I don't want to hear that. That's He didn't get cheated. No. No. It, he got beat. And he, he got looked, beat. And he hung on longer than I thought he would. But my whole thing is, you should have just danced your ass off for the last round. You make it all the way to the last round and go night-night. Like, what? Like, dog, really? And to me, Jay, legacy... I hate speaking on the whole legacy because he built himself up as a one-hitter quitter, put people to sleep, and it seems like this is your third shot against this guy. You will figure something out to go in with a mix of a little bit of boxing with your power to help you out, and it looked like the same old song. Um, see, it's that, okay. Everything you said before that, whatever. I thought it was a great fight. It was a fight that we needed to have. As a as a as a boxing fanatic, which I am, well, I'll say I was, you know, there was a time where I could list and tell you who the champions were 
in weight classes from Bantam all the way up because I loved watching fights, man. I, I'd watch Friday night fight, uh, Friday night fights, and, and and Saturday afternoon, man. I went to uh, Golden Gloves boxing in Fort Worth, man. Me and my family used to do that. Like I know kids right now that that are just turned pro, and I go to their fights, and it's like, all right, cool. So I'm I'm a I love boxing. I love it. This is something that boxing people wanted. We needed. We were like, okay, yes, finally. It's a good fight. And it was a good fight. 11 rounds. Absolutely. Here's the problem, though, that I have with this. And, mm-hmm. and I agree with you on the last point. He went back to what he did that made him lose. I.e., gloves were down. There was no defense. He's not moving. He started out going to the body. Here's the thing about Tyson Fury that I was reminded of in probably like that second, third round. That big man can move. That's a big dude that can move. He can look, he's a boxer with power. He's a boxer. That that he understands the sweet science. And he's able to pick apart the person that's in front of him. What's weird is, is that you have both guys sitting at around 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, six. They don't fight people like that. They, they don't fight people like that. So it's difficult to try and fight someone who you you don't fight. You don't spar. You don't spar with people like that. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, he has a new trainer, new corner. Things should be different. And some of the things that he was saying in that corner to Deontay, yo, Malik Scott, big props to you. But the problem again was, he reverted back to what he knows, yep. which is yep. I'm going to load up this right hand and I'm going to throw it at you. And Tyson said, oh, I see it. Duck and blah, 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 blah. Sit down. So, I mean, it was it was a great fight, man. Third round, I'm hollering. Oh, my right. God, I think he's going to pull it off because I didn't think he was going to pull it off. Right. Because Wilder is still the same guy. He's still the same boxer. So I'm hoping that, you know, will it tarnish his legacy? He'll be a champion. I think he can still fight. The problem is this. He'll never be the greatest champion or mentioned in those realms because he couldn't beat Fury. And as long as Fury is fighting, he'll never be able to unite the belts. Because I don't think they should ever fight again. It's over. Don't right. fight again. Right. Hey, theory, theory. Fury has nothing to gain. Nothing. From that. So, no. like, unless it would, well, then no, I'll take that back. If Wilder made a comeback, got a couple other belts, and they needed to do a unification, that would be the only, only reason they should ever fight. Well, because somebody yeah. still wants to see it, because I've seen too many comments about, well, you know he broke his hand early. He had no power in the right like he normally does. I mean, I've seen everything. I've seen the x-rays on on social media. Are they real? I don't know. I don't know if it's legit. I don't know if it's his hand. They're not legit, man. It's a, hey, it's a big-ass x-ray. It's Look, a big-ass <laughs> Listen, they went to the corner and said, hey, is his hand broken? Is he good? Is he okay? And they're like, oh, no, he's fine. He's good. Right. You know, and that's just one of his ticks. That's one of the things that he does is, you know, he starts to load it up, right, push it back a little bit, and then he comes in. He telegraphs his, 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 his throws, his punches, you know. And the other part I kept saying was he was slapping. He was slapping at him. Like, there's right. 
there's a way you throw a punch. And throwing a punch doesn't involve the underside of your glove or your hand. That's called a slap. So he was slapping him. He wasn't actually punching. And I think what happened was when he hit him, Fury got knocked. Look, he got rocked, man. He was on the ground legit. But I think after that third round and fourth round and fifth round, he said, crap, this dude can take it. Like, he can take it, take it. I think that sucked it out of him, man. I think after that, it was just up to Fury to say, okay, here we go. So you think he lost his confidence after that, man? I think a little bit it was, yeah. I think a little bit of his confidence went because he wasn't able to knock this dude out. He said, I knocked you down twice right. on good hits. You were wobbly. You you know what I'm saying? You was, you was looking for the ice cream truck. Hey, 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 right here. Right here. You know what I'm saying? You hitting bells. But the problem was is that he got up before them bells ended, man. So Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think I don't think they should fight ever again. I think it's gonna be tough because you do have Joshua out there. Um, you know, that's the top contender. Yeah. The belts are not unified yet. So, you know, that the only way, and I agree with you, the only way he fights Wilder again, uh, uh Fury is to unify the belts. And that's the only reason why Fury would want to do it is to unify the belts. Has yeah. nothing to do with legacy or anything like that. But Wilder definitely has to win this. I don't care if he can come fight me. He definitely got to win his next fight. Oh. That yeah, either he wins it or he retires. That's what he's got to figure out. Or <laughs> he can fight Holyfield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I thought you were doing it already. Hey, man, still one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. Ever. Listen, if whoever Holyfield's hand, I'm going to look, whoever handles Holyfield, please, please, y'all figure something else out. This ain't the way. Get You know, let them do some signing, sign some gloves. You know, go, you know, at Walmart or go. You know, do, yeah. 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 Go do that. Get You know, get, give him some commercials to do stuff. I mean, you really can't understand what he's saying half the time, you know, but just give him something. But yeah. don't, not this. Boxing. Maybe he can be the, maybe he can be the new Jello pudding rep since Bill Cosby, you know. Oh, 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 oh. You can't hide. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, went there. I did. I went there. I'm sorry. I did. Big game did it. <laughs> Big game did it. All right. Hey, folks, that's our four downs. I hope you enjoyed. Again, make sure that you comment so that we can see what you're thinking. We'd love to make sure that we have you involved and engaged with what we're talking about. So, we hey, have Jay, hold, on, hold on one second, man. Hold on. Hey, man. You're looking kind of snazzy there with the shirt. You like that? No, I like that. Of- I so early and didn't have a chance to say nothing to you. Yeah, well, this is what we call uh, Cowboys business as usual. Okay, this is Cowboys business, right? This is blue with the silver. I love the face you're giving right now. This is business at Cowboys business as usual. That's what we do. Got some sleeves because it's hot in Texas, but that's okay though. Um, Cowboys business right here. Cowboys business. What that's, that's what that's, that's my. Be. That's that's my. <laughs> I, I let you. I let you. I let you step me up with alley It's okay. You dunked it. It's good, dog. Good I appreciate job. you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. way to catch the rob and throw it down. I appreciate it. Yeah, okay. Hey. Yeah, it's a cowboy business shirt, man. You know what I'm saying? When we doing, you know, things business as usual. Which brings us to our next segment, Pretenders Contenders. Hey, this is a new segment that we're just introducing this show, this episode. But we want to see, hey, um, some teams on the bubble here. We need to figure out if they're really pretenders or contenders. Big Game, are you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm kind of excited. Uh, <laughs> Big Game is down. Yeah, man, you got me, dog. Yeah, I'm ready. I've been working on that all day. I'm so glad. That you, man, you did a great job. Beautiful job. I'll, I'll send that. I'll sell you that dollar, bro. All right, here we go. The first team up. Right now, they're the only undefeated team in the National Football League, the Arizona Cardinals. Yo, big game. Are they pretenders? Are they actually contenders? What do you think? I mean, finding a way to win uh, the way they do, even when the offense didn't play great yesterday, the defense still held strong. And um, I got to tell you, man, with Chandler Jones on the defensive line, J.J. uh, JJ Watts, the young uh, linebacker Simmons, uh, Buda Baker band back in the secondary, probably the best safety in the league right now. And I used to, I, I used to argue that down that nah, it's not Buddha's not up there. He, he yeah. he's the top five. He's not. He, he's the best safety in football right now, man. So they definitely, definitely are are real contenders, dude. I told you I needed to see one more game, and when they beat the Rams in that Week Four matchup, it kind of almost really solidified it. Yeah. Then to come up and not have your best offensive performance, but still perform well enough to score when they did and move the ball when they did. They played like a good team. Good teams find a way to win. So it's not always going to be pretty, especially in the NFL. I was mad at Tampa yesterday. (laughs) For the way they they played with Miami until like, all right, let's go. But you know what I mean? It's just kind of one of those things. And I think Arizona is just out there. They're comfortable being themselves. They, They take it on the personality of their coach. They believe in what he's selling. They execute their game plan, and they're winning right now. And I know, I know it's only been five games, but something something dramatic, I think, would have to happen for them to change. I don't even think we could call them a bubble team no more. I mean, but, but coming into the point, I know why we said bubble, because Arizona was always like, mm, it's Arizona. Well, I think they said this is the first time they've been 5-0 since 1970 something. I don't even know if I was born. It's crazy. <laughs> so I gotta believe it right now, Jay. I gotta believe it, man. Man, uh probably since they were the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, golly, bro. I mean, hey, look. Yeah, and the reason why they're on that list, you said it right, is because we're not exactly sure if this team is legit. But I think at this point, the teams they've played, they've beaten them. And they've beaten them in different aspects whether it's offense or defense, but that I think as a whole, there's only one other team that I could say they're on the same level with, you know, and they won the championship last year. So there's that part. Gotcha. Yeah. There's that part. All right. Next LA chargers. Pretender contender. What say you big game? I mean, they just a couple plays away, really, from being an undefeated football team. Um, they got the best quarterback in the draft last year, I think. The way Justin Herbert's playing, man, I think the Chargers landed the best quarterback prospect in the 2020 draft. And some people, you can argue with me, you can tell me I'm wrong. I don't yeah. care. This kid is 
is playing. Drew Brees made comments about him last night saying when he saw him practice, just the way the ball came out of his hand, and he said his traje- the trajectory said, that's get it. Uh, said the ball got even faster the further it went down the field. Most balls decelerate. How does this ball speed up when he throws it? He's a he's 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 a freak and he's a phenom. You know what I'm saying? He's got to he's a, a magician, point. David Blaine. David Blaine. I you know I have my thoughts. With it. That's dark magic. But anyway, go ahead. Man. I mean, I'm more of a Chris Angel kind of guy, but I feel you, bro. It's all even good. darker magic. Don't. Darker, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now the way yeah. the defense and Austin Eckler running the football. Who would have thought? Man, you know what I'm saying? Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. What? I mean, uh, I mean, we knew. We knew Eckler was pretty good, but I think Herbert, that that's you're right. That's been the biggest surprise, I think, of this season is just right. the maturation and how good he's been this early, this fast. I think that's right. really kind of that that part right there, man. For sure. All right. New Orleans Saints. They had a win last what yesterday? Against the, the football team. I love your yeah. face. Pretender, contender. I'm I, I'm saying I'm saying pretender. Mm. And it, and yeah, that's I, I don't overall don't believe in them. But I mean, they're probably still the second. But I, well, I don't know. Yeah, hell with it, pretender. <laughs> I just don't see it. I be, hey, I like Jameis. I want to believe in Jameis, but then just to see how some of the games they've had this year when they did lose, you're like, what is going on with that defense? To where I thought that would be the strong suit to carry him. Uh, and, you know, Jameis's numbers aren't super, super, super like awesome this year. No, uh, damn, I had it up earlier, and I don't have it up now. But needless to say. They, they can't win the South. That's gonna be they. That's gonna be the Buccaneers all day long, and I believe Carolina is still better than them. So I think Carolina will be the second best team in that in, in, in that division. So I don't see, I don't see the Saints even having a chance to win the NFC South when it comes out to the end of it. Right, and I might be, and I might be wrong, and I doubt it on this one. <laughs> I, I, I I bet money on it on what I just said and stand behind what I said. So I just, yeah, I made that face because, like, I'm up here trying to think what makes them go, and I don't think they even use Kamara as much as they need to. Mm. Uh, and Michael Malcolm Thomas being hurt and out, I, they 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 miss him. They need him back. I just I don't I don't see the Saints being 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 contenders. Okay, all right. I'm actually flip this and say Denver Broncos. Now they've had a tough loss. You want to call it that, but they've been on the bubble. They were a three and team, right? But they've been down here lately. Denver Broncos. What say you? Pretender, contender. I'm gonna say pretender because I told you I really thought that they were the the worst three and team mm. after the first three weeks. I, I mean, when I say the worst, the worst out of the three. Now they had every chance to beat Pittsburgh yesterday. They didn't capitalize on it. Now I know. Steelers did some things a lot different than they haven't done all year. Najee Harris looked good until he got fatigued at the end of the game. But to me, Denver Broncos, if you going to make a statement and you really want to get over that hump and be on that side of really being a contender, that's a game you have to find a way to win. Like Arizona found a way to win, we said, right, when it was tough. That's it. You put yourself in a situation 
to get there to get things done, but you didn't find a way to finish it at the at the end and come back and beat the beat the Steelers. So to me, no pretender. You know, I wanted to put them in contenders so bad. I did. Mm-hmm. But to that point, I felt like, look, Steelers are down now. This is your time. This is the time where if you really want to prove that you're a contender here, this is the game you that. win. You should win this game. You should right. win this game. They didn't win this game. And I know Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, but it's still, I'm, I, I got to believe again that this is a game you should win. Yep. This is a game you should win. To, 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 to be in consideration of having a chance in the yep. AFC West when it's time at the end of the year, you do it. That's but it. It, didn't, it didn't happen. So, no, nah. they, they nah. were who we thought they were. Yeah. And, and you know, staying in AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs are now a below 500 team. They're officially two and three. Buffalo beat the brakes off of them. I don't care what you say, what the score may say, but I watched that game. They beat them. It was like Fury and Wilder, right? It just is like, oh, okay, all right. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Let me show you who Buffalo is. Do you still believe, though, Kansas City Chiefs are a pretender or a contender? Man, when when Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback, it's hard for me to say the word pretender out of my mouth with him. But at the same time, the way that the – hey, man, <laughs> Buffalo been on fire. Like somebody put gasoline on them, dog. It's like, whoa, on fire, fire, right? Yeah. I didn't think I, didn't think I was going to see it happen the way it did. And – I'm trying, man, you know my mind is bad from all the hits to the head. What's the what's the one loss they got, man? Uh I guess first I got hit in the head too, because I can't remember who it is. Um first game of the year. Wasn't I mean, where's the chat to this thing? See somebody chatting with us. Um Dog, I, I just I don't know, man. It was to see how they play these last, I remember, and I told you that was my team to watch the one week. You like really big game. I was like, dude, and I said it last week. If if Buffalo can do to Kansas City what they did the week before to watch it, I mean, we're gonna be like, wow, this is the team out the out the AFC. And dude, right now, I think that's the squad to beat in the AFC, man. Yeah. At least they made a believer out of me over the last three weeks. And and I, I tell you the loss the one loss they did have which probably gave people pause gave people pause was to the Steelers, so that's what gives you pause like right. what because right. we're like okay we're ready they're ready let's go no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills unless it's the Pittsburgh Steelers like that's that's how people were kind of viewing it and saying wait a minute are they really a, a, a contender. But, yeah, the way they've been playing since that point, and I think even in that game there was something going on maybe that just wasn't connecting or, or, or whatever the case may be. But since then, man, they, they've just been beating everybody. And so they have a good, good, good contest that's coming up. Um, 
You know, they're playing the Titans and hopefully the Titans have gotten it together. They've kind of figured out their identity. They're going back to that. They're not trying to do, uh, you know, not trying to have Tannehill be the man where we know he's not the man. It's Derrick Henry. That's it's what are we doing? Right. What are we yeah. doing? And the defense can finally show up and do their thing as well. Uh, but I think, yeah, past that, man, and I'm looking at the rest of the schedule and it's just it's cake. I'm sorry. It's cake because after the Titans, you have the Dolphins. Then the Jags, then the Jets, then the Colts, and then you come up against the Saints. And then, you know, I mean, right there, that should be all wins. That should be W's in every yeah, single every single game. And you really don't come up against a formidable team until after that, where you have you play the Pats, but then you play the Bucks. And that's gonna be the game to say, okay, we need this is our measuring stick. Right. You know, the Pats, eh, nah, whatever. The Bucks is going to be the game to really see if they are the team to be. And it's funny we're talking about Kansas City and we get on Buffalo Bills, but I think that's 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 just kind of where they are. Um, well, I think I think it made us talk about them, man, Jay. I feel you, but I mean, I, like I said, the way that defense is playing right now, um, Kelsey didn't even look like himself a couple times last night. Yeah, you know, we know they have weapons on offense. We know they can score. But now I feel like Mahomes is even trying too much because he doesn't have the faith on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's forcing throws. Like the one the defensive end tapped in uh, and intercepted. Right. Like sometimes you got to put the ball out of bounds and give yourself another player, punt it away, help your defense out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You you turn the ball. It just didn't look good, man. He no. He's pressing. He's trying too hard. The defense couldn't stop wet toilet. They couldn't bust through wet toilet paper right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just all bad, dog. Like, they got to figure something out. And they two years removed from being Super Bowl champs to to second-best team last year to now looking like they might fall off and not even make the playoffs. I, I don't even think they make the wild card, man. The way they're playing, they don't. I don't think they make the wild card because their defense is – porous at best and y'all let y'all figure what that is but uh you know it's porous at best there's nothing there um hey man look let's get to that last bubble team right pretender contender those dallas cowboys a lot of people are saying they're lucky but come on pretender or contender hey man who did i tell you was going to win the NFC East at the beginning of the year. What who, what team did I say, be dog? You said so the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys right? So this this is, my, this is my whole thing. And a lot of people are going to say that the Cowboys are lucky. And let me be the first one to say this. World, know this. I declare this. I am not a Cowboys fan at all. At all. They've had a few players over the years that I cheer for and I like to see do well just because I like their stories. Mm-hmm. That's the good thing about the NFL. You get to learn about a lot of different people. The Dallas Cowboys are just ahead of schedule. They're ahead of schedule right now. We know if Dak Prescott doesn't get hurt last year, Jay, he sets all kind of stupid NFL records for passing last year, which yeah. I think he's going to get this year. Yes. And he's throwing the ball to a plethora of wide receivers. He's not just going to Cooper mm-hmm. um, or, or, or CeeDee Lamb or, you know, and, and your boy Gallup is hurt. He's spreading the ball around. Yep. He's looking good doing it. The running game has finally come back. Zeke has finally decided to quit eating all the gummy bears that he looks like <laughs> and to play a little bit of better football. Okay? 
He plays a better football running the ball instead of looking like a little Ewok. He does. He does. But they are ahead of schedule. Hmm. Dan Quinn came in. He put in a defense that they could buy into, believe. They drafted pieces that really do fit. Michael Parsons was a great pickup. Dude, if you can go for playing linebacker on a defensive end in the National Football League and look successful doing it like you weren't even uncomfortable doing it, that's a special kind of player. You know what I'm saying? So, your Cowboys, I say this, the whole, anybody who picks up the show and watch it, believe it, I said it, write it down. The Cowboys have a chance to make it finally to a Super Bowl. I see them being a team that can compete to get to get that far. I really do. And you know, you know it pains me to say that, but I'm a man of integrity. Integrity. <laughs> the truth. You know what? I appreciate you being a man of integrity. I too have to be a man of integrity and say, I apologize. Look. I thought the Washington football team had a better defense. Apparently, they don't. Apparently, they were just only good last year because they didn't play a lot of people. Their schedule wasn't that great. Now they're actually playing people that have a good offense, and it is showing. It is really showing. Uh, I still have some faith in their defense. I can't believe I'm saying that as a Cowboy fan. But, look. The Cowboys are definitely contenders. I think they push the Bucks for that NFC championship. I don't see anyone else coming out of the NFC. And so, to me, that's going to be my early prediction of who goes whoa. to the NFC championship. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aha, not so fast. I know we're pretending contender, but the first thing we said, you got to think, might be is going to be in there at the end of that key playing away, and that's Arizona. So, those are the three teams that you got to watch out for in the NFC. I, think, I don't think we can write Arizona off yet. As far no. as, especially, especially we say that they're a serious contender, those should be the three favorites as I mean, right now at this juncture of the, of the yeah. NFL. Yeah, right oh, now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So as we move into our next segment, it's the one that we all love. You know what it is. If it plays up. <laughs> it does. Well, this is, of course, is our oh, hell no segment. Uh, there's supposed to be a video playing there, but it's all good. So, yeah, oh, hell no. That's what we're doing here. Oh, hell no. What did we see this week that we said, hey, oh, hell no. Just oh, like that video. Hey, hey that's what I say. Oh, hell no. Our video didn't work this time. It, it, it been running smooth all the other shows when we got technology going. But guess what? We don't need that. Oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, hey, hell no. Look here. Hey, my, my oh, hell no. Nah yeah. This week, it's got to be the Alabama Crimson Tide losing to the Texas A&M Maggies. And, though, this – you know what? And it wouldn't even been my hell nah if did you see the meme last week of it's an old uh what's his name? Dan Campbell uh magazine and uh, it had it had Texas AM players on the front. Yeah. They covered all the faces up with the crying Jordan. <laughs> I because AM just been they've been 
We almost yeah. talked about them being as bad as they were this year, right? Losing some games that they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. But, oh, hell no. Nah. Hey, hats off to Jimbo Fisher and the boys in Aggieland for hanging on in College Station and winning that game. But Nick Saban, you come out and you have the best players that money can buy on the college campus. <laughs> and you fall short to the crying Jordan game. Hey, all right. The crying Jordan. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Jay, the, the, uh, <laughs> Yes, the disrespect is true. What up, Big J? Big Jamal, yeah, man, it's true. Dave Campbell, I mean, but. Yeah, that's that's my whole thing right there, bro. The crying faces, I thought the Aggies were done. I thought Bama was going to roll up maybe 50-something points. They didn't. Hey, it, it looked all bad after that's the Bama fans right now. That's all of Alabama. All the tide right there, man. All of them are like that. Dude, I'm, I, here's my thing, man, on, on that, on your oh, hell no. It was bound to happen. At some point, you're going to have a trap game. Now, why against AM? Look, I don't know because I didn't get it. I'm thinking, okay, well, uh, everyone in the SEC are looking at AM like, why do we, why do we pick them? Why, right. why, why do we bring them in? And it's games like this where, you know, every now and again, A&M comes up and says, hmm, okay, yeah, they, they, they actually may have a chance to win a game in the SEC because they can't beat Arkansas. You know, so now, you know, it really puts things in perspective of, okay, who's next? UK? I don't know. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Man. Hey. Georgia's undefeated, Jay. Don't trip. And they just beat LSU last weekend. Ooh. It should be. It's not go Tigers. It's oh no Tigers. Man, I'm telling you, bro. I could take that LSU loss going against a Kentucky team that was undefeated. It's Kentucky, though. And it's football. They've been decent the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you Stop it. Because your mind ought to go right. Rupp Arena. Stop it. 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 Yeah. That's my all hell no. Bama, all you had to do was go do you and you beat A&M. They win it. Oh, my God. Look. I ain't see it, but I just, I I saw me. I saw the game. I haven't seen the locker room, but I know those kids, those, man, they went in there like, man, we got this. You know what it was? That's what it was. That's that was the locker room right there. These, these are this is actual audio from the Crimson Tide locker room after the game. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Yo, speaking of uh, those that are doing wrong, my oh hell no is of course I had to get this guy in this. It's kind of old news now. He's trying to get back, but Urban Meyer. Out there partying after a loss, like yo, I'm going to Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all go ahead, and get on the on the plane. I'm gonna chill right here because I got this young skimmy, and we're gonna, you know, there's pictures, there's videos. Like, dude, I know you just got back into, I guess, reality. You've been living somewhere else on this TV planet, but people have cameras, bro. Everybody got cameras. You you right. can't be out here like this. You you just can't, man. How old are you? What are you 
doing? You you are the face of the look. A coach is the face of a franchise. I know QBs right. are right. I understand as a star player, but the reality is is that the coaches are the face of the franchise. So if you out here, you know, rubbing up on these young skimmies, right? If a player does it, you know what they're gonna say, "Yo, coach, I'm just following your example. I'm just following your lead." Damn, that's 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 what they're doing. Coach, oh, hell no. Nah. Get your ass on the plane and get back to Jacksonville. There's supposed to be good stuff to do in Jacksonville. Is Jacksonville that boring that you got to hey, stay man. in Ohio? Have you been to Duval County? Don't, hey, don't do me like that, man. I, I Hey, I'm trying to. Hey, let me stop. I got too much love for Duval. Duval. <laughs> I got too much love for Duval County. I ain't going to talk bad about it, but it's Boy. So you'd rather say it Ohio is what you're saying. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that either. I've been to Columbus as well. I don't know. He he he, he had he went to he he thought he had him some for show for show. So he went to that for show and got for show in trouble. Cause the camera was <laughs> to be that for show like, for show turned into the oh no. Hit the button to see if it just say the word. I just want to hear it, Jay. I don't know if it's a button to play it or not, but that dog Oh hell no. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. <laughs> That's it right there. That is it. Hey, look, I know we kind of mentioned it. Let's talk on it real quick. We got a minute, you know, and we still got two more segments to go, man. Actually, we'll save that. You know what I want to go to, man? The, the guy out there in the desert, man. Ooh, mm, he should get, he gets an honorable, not even mine. He gets top of the line. Oh, hell no honors out there. Chucky himself, Coach Chucky, the Grudenster. Mm. Hey, just, hey, let's just give him that honorable mention and, and <laughs> the extra point. You can you can chime back in because we're going to get it. We got oh, my to. gosh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Coming up in our next segment, one of the things that we love to talk about is who you got. Who you got coming up this next week that you think is going to be a breakout player and or team. So one player, one team. Big game. Who you got this coming up week? Who you got? Justin Herbert, I got to see it, man. I, I got to see it again. And he's playing so well. And, hey, all, all my defensive people, my friends, I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm sorry I haven't picked the defensive player yet because <laughs> I really, 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 really almost gave this to to, about to, to, Diggs, keep to, to Diggs and the Cat and Dallas Cowboys. I wanted to see if he can get another pick another week and, and make it six games, six picks. I, I That was real close to me. And, and – Damn it, it's gonna be my 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 who you got A. I mean my who you got B. No, Herbert is my who you don't do that. You know I do that. I do that every no, week. I'm you not, always you I just find one thing with the ass and stuff. Rule bender. Like not even rule breaker. That's you habitual. 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 I say one team, one player, you're like, okay, so I got this one A and one B. No. Justin Herbert, that's your player. Fine. It don't matter what you say now. They already heard it. Ha ha. They already heard my other player. So, on you. Yep. Got it. Got it. I'm being like a five-year-old. Yes, I am. I'm going to say Justin Herbert, uh, Jay, just because the level of consistency he's shown. And we are, like we said, his rookie year, he was so close in so many games. Yeah. And they were right there. That's why I thought Anthony Lynn needed another year of coaching. I thought he needed one more year with Justin Herbert under center the whole time to see what it was going to look like. Needless to say, he's gone. A new coach is in. But this kid is really, really, really impressing me. And that's my that's my who you got player, man. I want to see what Justin Herbert look like. Now, do, is it your turn or I need to give you my team too? 
Give me a team. All right, my team is none other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I say that because things are starting to roll. Grunk is still out. I feel like going to Philly on a third is, it could be a trap game, man. So that's that's my team to watch to see how they handle what they do. And, you know, me personally, I want us to – division games and NFC games is where I need to see us handle our business. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if – you know, we beat Miami. If we would have just so happened someone came up bad against the Dolphins – it's not a division game. It's not a. It's not a conference game. You know what I'm saying? It's. It's. it's it was an AFC game. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have bothered me. But I really want to see what it's like. I don't like going when everyone's going to talk about everything that Philly hasn't done. They're going to speak on Cox not balling like he's. And he might have that monster game where he got five sacks or something. I hate those kind of games. I need to see how my team's going to respond this week when they go to Philadelphia. <sighs> So I'm actually curious about, for my one player that I'll give you, I'm curious about Sam Darnold, actually, man. Um, I'm really curious to see how he's going to continue in this league uh, with this team. Um, I don't know. It's just something about him that I'm, I'm really curious to see and see how he does. Uh, okay. I think it's just, it's just to go from New York – and then to go to Carolina, usually uh-huh. if you're a quarterback in New York Jets and you go somewhere else, it's like you're trash anyway. You're not going to get another chance. You're right. not going to get any better. I don't know any other New York Jets quarterback that's went, that's gone to another team and has played better or has done better. He's essentially the only one. Not to say he's been awesome, but he's been really good. So that's, one of the, that's the player that I'm actually looking at to say, hmm, I'm curious about, hey, this is the guy – to look out for my team that I'm curious about is the Cleveland Browns. They seem to be up and down, but they push forward. People not, you know, trusting in Baker Mayfield. Uh, Odell Beckham just doesn't seem to be able to get in there and get right. So, but their running game is just amazing. It's so solid and their defense is good. So I think that's a team to really look out for this coming up week. To see how they play, see what they do. But yeah, Cleveland Browns. That's my squad. There you go. All right. So that's who you got. The picks. Now we come to our favorite portion of this show. And actually, all of them are. But this week, well, let me start it with this. A lot of people like to choose top 100, top 50, top 10. But here on Big Game Sports Buzz, we don't do that. We say pick your top five, which means somebody's in and somebody's out. This week on the top five, Big Game. What's the top five? Woo! Top five. What's the top five? Hey, top five. Your favorite after school or Saturday morning cartoon show. There it is. Make sure that you comment because we want to hear your top five. But this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to do it. Big game, I'm going to let you go with your top five. I'm going to let you go with your top five. I'm not going to interrupt you. I will give you faces, but I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm going to give you your top five. You can list them in order. You know I do not. There's no honorable mentions. Make sure we have that in there as well. No. I thought I gave you the top seven, Jay. (laughs) I don't want the top seven. 
Big game was all week. Was like, yo, okay. So my list changed. Okay, I got a top. Like he starts out with a top like thirty eight. Like it's a weird number. He starts out with a top thirty eight, and then he whittles it down, and then it goes right back up, and then he whittles it down. So I don't know what it's going to be. Who knows? But big game. Top five after school slash Saturday morning cartoons. Hey man, can I just say one thing? I hate you sometimes, dog. Because <laughs> this is a great hey dog. This is a you know how tough five cartoons is. It's hard. Hey man. <laughs> And then I find myself taking stuff off the list because I'm like, well, they're not going to know what that cartoon is. So it shouldn't matter. It's my top five, right? It's your top five, which we will talk really bad about if it is trash. I just want you to know that if it's garbage, you will be talking about Hey, guess what? You, you, yeah, still can, you, you still can beat me up if you yeah. wanted to. So, no. Nah, hey, man, this is my thing. <laughs> I know my list isn't garbage. My list is great. My list is great. So... My number five, I'm wearing a shirt right now. Tom and Jerry. That's a joke. Every day I came home, early elementary school, I rushed through my homework. I wanted to see that dumb cat chase that mouse and get pulverized, (laughs) spike the bulldog. The black lady on it who they only showed her feet. I didn't really realize how racist it was back in the day. It was funny to me. I was a kid. I didn't know no better. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry is my number five. That's a good one. I think they called the lady Mammy or something. It was bad. Yeah. They even called her a racist name. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But hey, Tom and Jerry. That was my show. I don't care if it was Ray. I still watch it right now to the day. There you go. Tom and Jerry. Tom and four. Jerry. Number four. What you got? Wilma! <laughs> the Flintstones, dog. Wow. Gabba, Debba, Duke. That's good, man. Fred Flintstone. And part of it may be because I had the nickname of Bam Bam once upon a time in football. And I don't know, maybe this, but I love the Flintstones. A little bias? Huh? A little bias? A little bias from the name. Nickname help. <laughs> okay. but you, hey, if you tell me that you hated the Flintstones, something's wrong with you, I think. Mm. I think the Flintstones was one of those things to where it was another one of those shows that was on all the time. When I came home, got stuff done, turned the TV at eight. Yes. Yeah. It was on. Fred and Barney was doing something stupid. They was arguing. <laughs> they was fighting. They was going to the Buff- Water Buffalo Club. I loved it. I loved it. Number three. Number three. Number three was a struggle, y'all. Because this is where my list started to change. Just to tell you, Jay. But that's neither here nor there. I'll move on because my wife will tell me, you just talking about the stuff too. This, this ain't a list. Number three. <laughs> He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Hey, I don't know what... Now, Jay, as I got older, I still don't know why people didn't know that Adam and Creature <laughs> was He-Man and Battle Cat. I don't know how they did not know that. Like, I'm like, dude, they got a – and He-Man had an asymmetrical bob. It wasn't yeah. asymmetrical, but it was like, I yeah. didn't realize that He-Man had a bob haircut. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. Hey. Yeah. It's, it's because he was skinnier, though. He was skinnier, and then he got bigger. So, like, well, he okay. looked the same, but they not. different. The same. Yeah. All right. So, three for me. He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Four, G.I. Joe. Dude, I don't know what it was. I love G.I. Joe. I love Destro. I love Cobra Commander. I love Zartan. <laughs> I love Duke. Like Lady J. Roblox. All of them. You see, I'm still naming characters. I love the cartoon. Now, I'm not going to lie. I did get mad that they shot laser guns at each other. No one ever died. This is the only war that I know that lasted an entire childhood. You know what I'm saying? 
the, the war between Cobra and G.I. Joe lasted an entire childhood. Yes. I, I, I graduated middle school and went to high school, and they were still shooting at each other with laser guns. Yes. But it's okay. I love G.I. Joe. Just did. Yeah. My number one. Here we go. Transformers. Optimus Prime. Decepticons. Cybertron. Hey, man. It was something about that Saturday morning watching them car switch, and the cartoon just got better and better over time to me. And then the Transformers, the cartoon movie, classic still to this day. One of the best cartoon movies ever. So Transformers is my number one, man. There you go. Look, solid list. Love the list. Um, show you know to show you that good, great minds think alike. Hey, He Man is on my list as well. You know I don't do mine in particular order, so right. there is that. You know you got the little gumbo pot. You gonna stir and you gonna mix. I ain't because you know sometimes I want some of this. You know, but He Man is definitely on mine as well as Transformers. Yes, those two iconic. But here's where we differ, man. There was a show called Gargoyles, and it may not have resonated with a lot of people, but that was one of those afternoon shows, man. I loved coming home to watching Gargoyles. They turn to stone, and then, you know what I'm saying, then they they come back flesh, and they swoop in, and people are like, oh, what is this Gargoyles? You know, and the voice acting was amazing, man. I loved it. Gargoyles, that's on my list. Uh, yeah. The next one, yeah, this is definitely Kitty, but whatever. Tailspin. Man, look, they brought Baloo back, and he's flying a plane. How crazy is that? Because it's a cartoon, and it's supposed to be. And so, yeah, that was part of the afternoon that I had to have some Tailspin on. Boom, that was it. For Saturday morning, nothing, nothing, nothing was better to me than X-Men. The X-Men cartoon, to me, was my Saturday morning. This was tough because, you know, well, it wasn't tough. I knew that I had to put, you know, X-Men in my list. They just had to be there, whether it was one or five. But X-Men, that was great. That's when I fell in love with Wolverine. was like, oh, yeah, that's my guy. That's it, man. X-Men, definitely in the list. There's my top five. That's a nice list. That's a nice list. And let me tell you, I know about Gargoyles. That was that was one of my favorite cartoons. And that, that, that came great. in the latter part of, of, of the late 80s, early 90s, like 91, I think, like Gargoyles really started. But it was, it yeah. was a wild show, man, and the way they laid it all out. That's a good pick, man. That's a good pick. I still, you know, you know, I, my list is better than yours, but it's all good. I don't think nah, so. I, it was good, though. Hey, Your list is good. It's hey, legit. Hey, but you know what I like about this, Jay? I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. But think about all the solid cartoons. Oh, man. Hey, just from Hanna-Barbera alone, we could have had a top 25. Dude. we and, I mean, we didn't even mention that. I, I, you know, all the Disney ones, man, that we could have put yeah. in there, too, because they had some great shows. But, dude, there's so many that are left out oh, of there. But, again, that's why we have a top five. You got to pick your five. Tom and Jerry is it, man. That's one of my yeah. favorites as well. But I had to take them out. That way I could put gargoyles in. So mm, had to go get it. That's what it is. All right, folks. This brings us to one of our great segments, our last segment, Big Games Extra Point. So, yo, big game. I'm going to count you in, man. And, yo, um, yeah, there you go, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Games Extra Point. 
And for any of you that's out there that you're coffee drinkers and you need that pick me up, that coffee on the go, you need to check out Fat Boy Coffee. That's right, Fat Boy Coffee. P H A T B O I Coffee.com. Go to Fat Boy Coffee, check them out. In the coupon space, put Big Game 97. Big Game is all caps. Put that in the, uh, the promo bar and get your cool little discount on Fat Boy Coffee. And we'll have a whole lot more from Fat Boy coming to you. But hey, y'all, today, I thought about this for a while, man. And I was I was in Las Vegas with family saying uh, my final goodbyes to my pops, man, who uh, had passed away. We had a memorial service for him. And it was just a whole lot going on in the sports world, man. And it was, it was great, you know, because the week before I talked about positivity and finding the positive things and everything. And I did that. So today, as I go talk about this subject here, it's kind of hard for me to find the positive in the likes of John Gruden and some of the comments that he's been making. Um, and, and I can't say he's been making because it happened a long time ago. And the one thing that my pops did teach me was that you have to learn how to let things go and not carry it on with you. This is going to be something very difficult for a lot of young players in that Raiders locker room because you can see it affected their gameplay against the Bears on Sunday. Different things have been coming out. Different things have been said. At what point in time can you let it go and overlook the fact that your coach said racist remarks and comments about people that look and act just like you? To make things worse, they're saying there's more emails and more letters and things going on. Now, I'm not saying John Gruden should lose his job from the from the Oakland Raiders because of statements he made when he was not working in the NFL. is when he was doing the Gruden Passing Academy and doing TV jobs. But I'm saying something still needs to be done. I think you need to think twice as a free agent when you get ready to go to that town of Las Vegas. And is that the man that you really want to lead you? Because if you can't say it to my face, you shouldn't say it behind my back. That's the way I believe and what I've always been told and been taught. But at the same time, you're going to have people that's going to come to John Gruden's defense. They're already doing it. Mike Tirico said some good things about it. Jerry Rice said good things about him. I've met and I spoke with John Gruden before. Yeah, he was fine on the surface, but what he said behind what he may have said about me behind closed doors, I'll always wonder now because of what he said. Yeah, at some point in time, we do have to learn how to forgive and forget, but I don't know about the forget part. It's hard to forget when people decide to use things, words, and terms that are hateful and harmful, and you know they're doing it, that sometimes that can be in disgust. Now, the statements that I read and saw, they weren't trying to probably hurt one's feelings, but at the same time, they can. You got to be careful what you say and you do all the time. Remember, y'all, once you hit send, it's out there and you can't get it back. That's big. I'm big game. That's my extra point. All right. Yo, big game. Appreciate, man. Big up for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But hey, appreciate you shouting out Fat Boy Coffee. Again, make sure that you hit, hit them up, Fat Boy Coffee. P-H-A-T-B-O-I dot com. Put in the promo code BIGGAME97. Again, that's BIGGAME97. All caps. Make sure you let them know. Get you a discount. Get you some coffee. Uh, lots of different merchandise and things on there. Uh, great, great, great website. Guys doing great things. Hey, I'm Jay Stoggs. That's Big Game. We appreciate it. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share. And as always, come through, comment. We'll always be here to see what you're saying because we want to see what it is. Hey, have a good one.
Peace. Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah, set the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Buzz. Set everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Buzz. I thought I told you once before, we call him Big Game James. Yeah, Big Game James. Big Game James. That's what we call Big Game James. Big Game Sports Buzz.